Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Hello and welcome to Joe vs. the Minute. Tierney, we're here. We did it. We're starting our first minute of the podcast. <laughs> we made it. So you've done this Movies by Minute podcast much more than me. So tell me, is there any ceremony or anything? No, you just jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I've already ruined. <laughs> help it it was such a perfect setup no you mostly just work really hard and make a podcast you hope people think is cool and then you put it out on the internet and then you cross your fingers and maybe you cross your arms and you squish your eyes tight and you hope and you say i did it because to your listener you're listening to this so obviously it worked it worked all right. Well, I am going to take your advice and I'm just going to jump right in. So just on the outside chance that this is your first time listening to a Movies by Minute podcast, by way of introduction, what we're going to do is we're going to break down each minute of the movie Joe versus the Volcano and talk about what happens in that minute. After these this first week, we've got some great guests to join us and share their perspectives and we've dug up some behind the scenes to flesh out what was happening in the movie and it just allows us to really focus in and live in the world of the movie. So how did Movies by Minutes podcast get their start? The real first huge one was Star Wars Minute. Shout out to Pete and Alex. And thank you so much for not just doing a fantastic podcast with Star Wars Minute, but really embracing the community and helping other podcasters connect. And I would definitely encourage anyone that's interested in this format to check out, if you're on Facebook, the Facebook group, Movies by Minute, what is it, podcasts, makers and listeners? Minute makers, I know, is what the Facebook group starts with. And the website's easy to remember because it's moviesbyminutes.com. Done. That's right. Moviesbyminutes.com. And it's a pretty fair chance since there now are over 130 of these amazing podcasts that there is a podcast about one of your favorite movies, at least. I just want to not just shout out Star Wars Minute, but the community as a whole. I am a big fan of other Movies by Minute podcasts as a listener. And just from joining the Facebook listeners group for their podcasts, it really makes the experience much more fun. So it's a great bunch of folks. And we are very excited to bring you one of these podcasts for Joe versus the Volcano. Woohoo! And it's funny you said... You should look, there's probably one on your favorite movie because Joe vs. Volcano is my favorite movie and I got involved in these podcasts because the person who introduced me to Star Wars Minute, his favorite movie is Return to Oz, which is not common. So everyone said, well, if it hasn't been done yet, you should do it. So I told him, you should do a Movies by Minute on Return to Oz. And we did. I co-hosted with him and it was amazing (laughs) and really fun. And so I always joke, you know, make the podcast you wish to listen to in the world. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. So if by some miracle you look at that website and you're like, oh, has no one done this yet? 
Maybe it's time to learn how to podcast. Come join us. It's real fun. Absolutely. That's that's what I did too. I was inspired by other podcasts that I listened to and I've guested on several. And I looked at what was out there and thought about movies that I loved that hadn't been covered. And Joe versus Volcano was the first one that came to my mind. And Tierney and I have had a chance to collaborate a couple of times. We first connected through the Cosmic Geppetto podcast, and I just had this instinct that this would be in her wheelhouse. And so I messaged her and asked if she would ever be interested, and that's when I learned that it was her favorite movie. So it all really started to feel like it was meant to be. I've co-hosted a few Movies by Minutes podcasts, and there really is something where all of a sudden it just clicks to be like, yes, this is working. <laughs> so Tierney, you told our listeners one of the Movies by Minute podcasts that you did previously. Why don't you tell them about the others and maybe just a couple things that you think that they should know about you if this is their first of your podcast they're listening to. I co-hosted Return to Oz Minute, the never-ending minute about the never-ending story, and MASH Minute, which is about the movie, not the TV show, although I feel like Megan and I spent a lot of time on our show talking about both. I have some others in the works, you know, future projects. I co-hosted Return to Oz Minute and the Neverending Minute at the same time. And as much as I loved both those projects, I am really proud of them. That was a year. <laughs> so I'm trying to spread things out now. The best way to find where I've guested, what I'm working on is my website, onesteelsister.com. It's O-N-E-S-T-E-L-E-S-I-S-T-E-R. That's also my Twitter handle, my Instagram handle. And also on that website is anything I've written or at least links to if it's a website. Hopefully I'm going to be a published author at some point. <laughs> and so that will be on there as well. And let's see, what else is interesting about me? How about my favorite sport is surfing? I've only been a couple times in my life, but I really, really love it. Funny, because I grew up on Long Island Sound, not really a hotbed of the surfing community. <laughs> but I think uh, anytime people want to talk to me about the beach or being out in the water, that's a good time. And I think it really does tie in because I saw this movie as a kid and wanting to be Patricia, a character we're gonna meet in a bit really imprinted on me like it's kind of crazy there are also a couple lines in this movie that I've taken as actual life advice and I just got a tattoo inspired by one of them so yeah I'm really glad you asked me if I was interested in co-hosting nice and I didn't know that your favorite sport was surfing that's really cool and it's really funny too because they just asked us at work to come up with fun facts so they could do a social media promotion fun fact Friday about us. And one of the questions was, what's on your bucket list? And one of my answers was learn to surf. <laughs> oh, I went to Hawaii the summer after I graduated from college, and I absolutely loved it. We'll have to make it happen, Sharf. You'll love it. It's so much fun. Listeners, you can look forward to a special edition of Joe versus the Minute recorded in Hawaii with me reporting on my first surf lesson. I love it. I love it so much. This is great. So I mentioned my workplace. So by day, I work for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. I help people share their stories. I help them learn how to fundraise and advocate for affordable, accessible health care. So that's my day job. And then outside of that, I also love the outdoors. I'm more of a runner and hiker. So I feel like I've conquered land and I need to move to the sea, hence the surfing. <laughs> 
I love geek culture. I am passionate about things. I like geek culture to be inclusive because I think everyone should get to experience this fun. So I try to be positive about my fandom. I think that that doesn't mean putting your head in the sand and ignoring things that are bad. These fun things can be fun diversions, but sometimes you do have to engage with problematic aspects in fan culture so that it can be fun for everybody. So that's kind of my philosophy of fandom, if you will. I really want to hear from as many different perspectives as possible on this movie. I always think it's fun when there's something that you've loved for a long time to hear both from people who share that love and from people who are experiencing a new and maybe hear a different perspective on it. So we're kind of taking that approach in how we're booking guests. And that's a little introduction to us. And so why don't we dive into the introduction to this movie with minute number one? So you said there was a quote from John Patrick Shanley that really stood out to you? That's right. In my research, I'm looking at the screenplay Both the one that they published, they published this collection of Joe versus Volcano screenplay. I don't know about you, but now I always want to say Joe versus the Minute. (laughs) Yep, welcome (laughs) to... uh, Because I would say the Never Never End Men, and people are like, what? I'm like, oh, right. (laughs) So it's a podcast about the Never Ending Story, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, welcome to the club. It's fine. (laughs) Yes, I've, I've heard Crystal Beth say it many times. This movie that I love, The Fifth Element. No, just The Fifth Element. So a collection of that screenplay along with Moonstruck and Five Corners. If you didn't know, John Patrick Shanley wrote the screenplay for Moonstruck as well. We think that there's maybe a special edition in there as well. But in the introduction, he talks about his approach and mindset going into making these movies. For Joe versus the Volcano, he says, In a way, Joe versus the Volcano is the story of my life to that point. I had grown up in this violent neighborhood. I remember, for instance, when I was about seven years old, I threw a snowball at an older guy. He and his friends chased me into a building up five flights of stairs, caught me on the roof, and proceeded to hang me off the roof by my feet and threatened to drop me. Things like that stay with you. When I was a teenager, I had a string of horrible jobs. One of the jobs was for a truly surreal medical supply company, hmm, sounds familiar, (laughs) in this desolate region of the Bronx. And like a sleepwalker, I worked there for a better part of the year. So that's just a little bit of background. There's more on that that ties to some later minutes that I'll get into. But I found that interesting to hear that this was a little autobiographical. Even though we don't get very far into the movie in the first minute, the whole chunk of it is taken up by Warner Bros. Brothers letting you know that they paid for some of the movie. Were you about to say Warner Bros? Yes, I was. (laughs) (laughs) But what I loved about this movie is that even as a kid, it was accessible to me because it's set up as a fairy tale. Like, it's just straight up, once upon a time. Right away, it's, there was a guy named Joe with a very lousy job. (laughs) I love that they go straight fairy tale. I don't love the line, he had a very lousy job. Really? What about it bothers you? The very. Who had a, hmm. I think I've lived with this too long, because to me it sounds weird without the very, but Mm -hmm. that's why, because I'm used to it being there. I never thought of it twice until I looked at this minute in isolation. And that's when I started to think, wow, these are your opening, not lines, but this is the opening 
title card for the movie, you would think you would want to have the polished final version of that. And that sounds like the first draft of that. Hmm. We're going to agree to disagree because I love this opening. And I should let our listeners know, I'm assuming you watched the movie if you're listening to a whole podcast about it, but I have to call out the whole orchestra warming up thing. Oh, I love that too. Yes. Yes, you get the orchestra warming up. It's very Fantasia-ish. And then right as you get the conductor tapping, then our fairy tale begins with the music and these title cards. And the fact that he uses is very an advert. No, it's just a stressor. It never bothered me. And then that transition into the car and the little twang of the guitar, it just all worked for me. So I never questioned the wording of those title cards. In our first minute, I am now self-conscious that I'm coming across extremely pedantic, but oh well. No, no, it's fine. We're looking at one minute of a movie. Things are going to jump out to you in weird ways that they didn't when you just watched it normally. (laughs) That's the idea. (laughs) That's what these podcasts are, yes. Exactly. That's the whole point. So you know what else jumped out at me? What? Just how good this music is to start the movie. I can't imagine another piece of music capturing the same music box fairy tale feeling. But I did find some notes about what the writer and director had in mind for the music. Would you like to hear them? Sure. So he calls in a screenplay for Borodin's Polostian Dances. And that is something that was adapted into Stranger in Paradise from the musical Kismet. So that song is about a lover's duet describing the transcendent feeling that love brings to their surroundings. That felt like a very different tone to me. Yeah, I'd have to listen to the music, but what you're describing, I don't think a six-year-old would relate to. (laughs) I don't think a six-year-old would relate to it. And he in particular says that he wants the stormy part of Hmm. that piece of music. So I just imagine something bigger, sweeping, dramatic, big feelings. Hmm. And this is so pure and simple, very much like we're about to see a fairy tale. And the most satisfying piece of music is one that goes, (laughs) and we really get that. Sitting here as an adult, I still love the fairy tale aspect, and that's always been true, but I love it even more. Realizing, I guess I always knew this, but it never like clicked on me that this is an Amblin movie. And man, doesn't that just feel like childhood to you? Mm, it feels so right. Yes, Steven Spielberg dreams for a living. And now we are going into, not his, but someone's dream. Right. <laughs> it like primes you almost <laughs> for the, what's to come. It absolutely primes you. It's executive producers, Steven Spielberg, Kathleen Kennedy, Frank Marshall, just responsible for really Chewy. a lot of the magic, magic of our lives. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. So just in this one minute, we really get several techniques that harken back to film history. And you already called out the orchestra tuning up. I also noticed that they do, from the title cards, they do Mm -hmm. an iris in to Joe pulling in to his car into that disgusting muddy spot. So just a lot just in one minute to to signal that this is kind of connected to the past. Yeah, well, and I love that. So it sets us all up. I've been doing this whole prime. We're watching a fairy tale. And then it almost like 
if there's a way to gently yank the rug out from under someone, because the music changes and the mud puddle happens. And our introduction to Tom Hanks is counterbalanced. I mean, first of all, he steps in the mud immediately. And then we see the woman eating our sandwich with a cigarette still in her hand. Like, (laughs) there just could not be a bigger contrast between the feeling of once upon a time, this sucked. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's an amazing introduction. It's such a good start. I completely understand why it was a little bit jarring if you weren't expecting it but I think it's very well done and the last thing that I noticed as he looks down at his shoe in the middle of this dirty disgusting mud puddle that he pulled up next to is oh yeah people used to wear suits to work even for very lousy jobs right exactly that that is not a 1990 style of dress I was maybe going to save this to the next minute where where we live with Joe a little bit. Okay. But also from the screenplay, Shanley describes Joe Banks by saying he's wearing a beat up black trench coat. Under the trench coat, he's got on a cheap and square jacket and tie. Mm. This is a depressed man. (laughs) You can see where he could be cool, where he could have something on the ball, but he's way too beaten down and depressed to be cool. I think that's a wonderful note to end our first episode on. How uplifting for our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? This is our first episode, and we're so glad that you joined us, and we really hope that you'll continue on with this journey. Like I mentioned, if you're on Facebook, the Facebook listener groups are half the fun of these podcasts, so we encourage you to join us at the Joe versus the Minute listeners luggage raft what a name i love it that worked so well (laughs) it worked so well and we want to give a shout out to a friend of the podcast jonathan carlisle for suggesting that name you can join us in the facebook group there you can also follow us on twitter at joe versus minute at joe vs minute and instagram also joe versus minute and tierney we've done it We've made it through minute one. We've made it this far. We did it. Bobby, upload us. <laughs> we are lucky enough to be part of Growler Media. So someone else actually posts the episode, which is what I was joking about. But it's a wonderful network. They have a few different movies by minute podcasts. And so we're really glad that they felt like we were a good fit. And so if you go to growlermedia.com, it's probably just slash Joe versus minute. But if you go to growlermedia.com, we're going to be on that main webpage. You can find us there. And what else do I usually advise people? Oh, um, I would suggest, I can't make you, making sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that new things just pop up automatically for you. Well, that's great advice. Well, the only thing we don't know now is, Tierney, where do you think that this will take us? Oh, away from the things of man. Away from the things of man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go when the volcano blows. Let me say it now, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go when the volcano blows. Wow, something is really different on a growler.